another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Sydney. And I'm Philip. And today, wow, there is just all sorts of buzzing in the Dark Crystal community. And we thought we'd uh, dive into some of the news that has been floating around. The Jim Henson uh, comment threads. We've got some new articles, some new announcements from Jim Jim Henson. No, not that announcement just yet. uh, The one that we're all waiting for about season two. But we do have some theories about a way that that may possibly be in the future. So, uh, We've got a lot of a lot of things to theorize about today, a lot of comments to pull from, and uh, some new articles that are pretty exciting. So, how you doing, Phil? Yeah, I'm doing well. I mean, it, it's been great, sort of, you know, that Dark Crystal is sort of getting a bit more um, exposure or, you know, a bit more notice, especially um, from the Variety article um, with the interview with Hallie Stanford, who, of course, you know, is the head of TV at the Jim Henson Company and, and was the, the executive producer of Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. You know, Hallie's been a big supporter for the franchise even though you know this article very interesting news i mean we'll, we'll i don't know whether we talk about it now or um you know that's a, i mean why not uh, let's, let's get let's into, get it. into yeah. it yeah so i mean in the variety article i think that came out i think about a week or so ago as of you know this recording yeah there was a variety article the interview with um hallie stanford it was actually talking about a, a new project in development and this one i thought was a very interesting collaboration you know this this fantasy family um uh, series that they're, they're working on of course with um norman reedus who uh most people will know him from um the walking dead or for for the video gamers out there you know from death stranding as well so <laughs> he's already a pretty famous name in the genre you know fandom fantasy horror you know communities and stuff so it's really cool to see him attached to the jim henson company Absolutely, yeah, and but not only the sort of the collaboration with Henson Company, but also with Norman Reedus, but also with the Frouds, Brian and Wendy Froud being involved in this project. So no, which is uh, really exciting, and you know, I, I know people were thinking, oh, it's a new Dark Crystal thing, but no, it's actually a um, a creature sort of what Variety sort of describes it as a as a new creature field adventure series. So it, it's just uh, very interesting. I mean, it's. You know, there's a lot of, you know, things about it. Like, I mean, it's it's great to see sort of the Frouds continuing to work, you know, with the Jim Henson Company on, you know, with what they do, like with Dark Crystal. Because, I mean, that, that that is the thing, I think, with Wendy and Brian. I mean, the history of the Henson Company has really been Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. I don't, I think this is the first thing that they're sort of working with the Henson Company, like outside of those uh, two properties, right? Yeah, uh, I can't think of anything else. Um, I I really feel like when we talk about the frauds and uh, in relation to the Jim Henson Company, the next closest thing we could we could connect it to would probably be Star Wars. 
um, you know, just because of Wendy's connection to, you know, bringing Yoda to life. Yes, of um, course, yeah. But um, so as as far as the actual creative ideas and and sort of mastermind um, work that the ha that the Frouds had come up with in collaboration with the Jim Henson Company, it's just Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, and um, you know nothing has really been on that scale. Um, so it's really interesting to see them putting their heads together for a new generation for a new story. And while it would be awesome uh, to have more Dark Crystal, it's still just, I don't know, it, it's also really nice to see that relationship just continuing to be solidified um, for lots of different uh, new properties and ideas. And and it gives us um, that sort of sense of security that no matter what happens with the Dark Crystal in the future, that the Frouds are probably always going to be involved. Like, they're always going to be have that solid partnership with with Henson and um so it's really cool to see them collaborating on more stuff I'm really excited to see what it is even if it's not season two <laughs> yeah I know yeah yeah it, yeah it was just um yeah I was just really surprised about yeah with, with, with the frouds yeah being involved with this you know with this project I mean it's a great combination so I'm, I'm but I'm very fascinated to see uh, what this show is going to be it's yeah so i was just looking at the variety article and i think they describe it as a, as a prime time adventure series intended for a family audience it will feature an entirely new universe of creatures created by the frowns and that was actually the thing like before recording like i did actually thought about whether it could be you know like with the frowns like the frowns sort of the fairies and all that kind of you know sort of their own sort of creations that's being adapted but actually just looking at this article now that they're saying it's 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 a new new universe of creatures so i think you know this is this is going to be stuff that we haven't seen at all because i know yeah you know a lot of people that you know like when you see a frown artwork you're like like his eyes it's like yeah you know that that is a brian frown piece or a wendy frown piece that sort of thing so i think that that's even even more exciting actually just to see what they come up with you know and we sort of got some hints i think from um uh, from the article, I think from Norman Reedus, and I think there was something about like it was going to be you know trolls and creatures and all that kind of stuff. Oh, here we go. I found found the quotes, so um, I can't find it. No, I, I know I thought it might be in this Friday article, but I think it might be in another article that he sort of described the show a little bit. You know, of all the different kinds of creatures that could be, in, you know, that might be in the show. So that would be so cool, though. I wonder. I wonder if there'll be, you know similar designs that you know those of us who are big uh fraud fans and have you know lots of the art books and um other you know fairy and, and goblin books um outside of the dark crystal but just from the from the frouds uh if there's going to be creature designs that are kind of familiar to us from those pages if they've sort of drawn inspiration from their previous character designs or if it's going to be something completely just left field that we did not see coming like i wonder if there's going to be like I don't know any if has there any been any hint that it could have a sci-fi sort of edge to it or is it just straight fantasy do you think yeah i know that's it's one of those things like i so i actually did found the quote it was in the article so so a quote from readers is like they are masters in the fantasy world building space i mean a show about goblins trolls and otherworldly creatures there's nobody in the universe better suited for that than the henson company but I mean, yeah, it would be really interesting because I mean, of course, I think uh, one of Brian Farad's work it was like it was a, an art of a little boy and a, like a big large sort of creature that sort of you know later on you know sort of resembled 
the mystics a little bit so i mean i mean that's the thing they can always you know sort of go back to brian froud's his original art and potentially adapt some older work but it, yeah so it, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the show and then, and then as well um hallie stanford also was it from that same article where she talked about how uh sort of how she hasn't given up on finding a way back to dark crystal um what she said about uh being nimble and resilient um she basically said quote we are ready to jump <laughs> the minute anyone would like to jump back into thra it is a world that we will continue to build on and think about so the fact that you know she's you know literally ready to ready to jump her words um and they're kind of just waiting for some sort of green light from you know to, to not just be beholden to netflix ultimately at the end of the day yeah I, I think that's probably the case yeah i think um you know i definitely think at this point of time i would say before the show's cancellation that i think jeff and well the hence company they would have at least had a a bit of a good write-up of what season what might have happened in season two i mean going back to even the original plan for the show was it was originally going to be a one season show but because there was you know so much story in 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 the original pitch that are like well when you split it up into two parts you know or you know just do the first half of the story and you know hopefully we'll figure out the second half later on and i i think it was lisa henson who ended up actually saying like we're prepared for up to four seasons at one point she actually said that early on that was um before the show even premiered she said something about you know how they were prepared for four seasons and we all were like yeah oh my god but yeah uh, we got too excited too soon but the material has to be there there's there's no way that it isn't um it's just a matter of who's technically in charge of it and who's allowed to to do anything with that um yeah so i mean and that's the thing like you know i sort of talked a little bit about it i think in our i think in our first episode of the year and i did write up a little bit about it when that article popped up i sort of you know did a big long post about my thoughts about the whole situation and sort of you know how this is sort of a good thing you know with this new production number one of course is being with brian and wendy's involvement still you know involvement with the henson company that you know who knows whether the work on that show like after they've completed you know what was needed for the for the show that it can possibly transition over to them working on um dark crystal the follow-up if that ever happens or, or at least you know work on sort of developing you know even if a especially with brian you know coming you know just doing some conceptual art because i mean then again it's like well well with brian you know he was very involved when they were trying to do um power the dark crystal and it, it was almost to a point where they were you know i think you know he would have done a lot of artwork i reckon for um power the dark crystal some art pieces that we've probably never seen i mean i think there's probably a few of them that made it in the dark crystal ultimate visual history from what i remember but um so that's that's the thing i'm like i do think they're probably you know still having him involved and yeah hopefully you know with this new show and all the tasks you know where everything's completed for this show this new show then there is a possibility that they can just easily well jump back into thras <laughs> to the sort of thing to speak um to speak of so it seems like the only the barriers that are in the way now are really just to do with like the studios and you know the rights you know how much because those of course are all the things that are kind of behind the curtain for us um the exact details of those 
you know, who's allowed to do what with what information, um, who's got the rights to what and when they're relinquished, when somebody else can pick them up. But we can kind of surmise some things based on the amount of time that it's been since Netflix canceled the series and when the rights essentially go back to the Jim Henson company. Um, and, you know, there's so many theories floating around. Uh, I think the general consensus um, among the fans is that Apple TV is the best contender to pick up the franchise and either continue the story or tell another story that sort of loosely ties in and just not letting it end with Age of Resistance, essentially. And we know that it just seems like Netflix is kind of, that's the barrier we're looking at. How, to what extent does Netflix have those rights to those those names, those characters, those properties? When does that expire? When does that get relinquished? How can they be acquired by somebody else? Um, and we can kind of get some insight based on what's happening with like the Daredevil franchise, for example. Yeah, exactly. So I know with Daredevil, once it got canceled with season three and then all the other Netflix Marvel shows, they all got canceled sort of soon after. From, from that experience of the cancellation that pretty much two years later after the cancellation, that sort of the television rights for those shows with Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Defenders and um, Iron Fist and there's probably a couple others. I'm sort of, there, there, there was a few of them, yeah. So pretty much it was like two, two years after uh, the show gets cancelled, the TV rights went back to Marvel and therefore to Disney. So that that's basically from that, our knowledge of that is sort of what I've sort of been speculating about with the dark, with Age Resistance, with the TV rights you know, it's sort of a thing, TV rights, streaming rights, you know, TV streaming rights, that because because the show was cancelled, uh, I think it was like in September 2020, so we, we can, I would sort of speculate based on, the, you know, what happened, what's happening with Daredevil, for example, that the rights, the full, you know, the full rights to Age Resistance will revert back to the Jim Henson companies sometime later this year. Yeah, possibly as soon as the summer or fall of this year. Absolutely, yeah. And, and I mean, it could be a possibility that it could be even earlier than that. Um, I think it sort of depends on when the show was probably cancelled internally. Yeah, like when it was news, is like when it got to the public that it was cancelled, it may not necessarily be the same in, 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 there's no way it's the same exact date as when it was actually because <laughs> of course you know when they announced it you know to the public i mean you know they all had their press releases ready and you know everything lined up sort of thing and i do think that the possibility could be that it, based on when it was cancelled internally so i think you know that there could have been a possibility that the show was cancelled several months you know before um before the emmy so you know i think you know even regardless had age of resistance won or didn't win an emmy they were going to cancel it regardless. And I know we did have that hope that um, had the show got the Emmy, that, you know, you know, we were sort of upbeat about it. We're just like, hey, you know, you know, this show's got an Emmy, you know, it's, it's well-received, even though we didn't know, you know, if it was going to continue on. But we sort of had that hope that based on this win that you think, oh, they'll get, they'll like whether they'll Netflix would give, you know, Dark Crystal just, you know, one more season. Because, I mean, th that was a thing, like, you know, th th there had been some shows that, especially in the early days, I think, um, if there was a show that didn't do well, that at least they sort of give that show, like, one more season or, a, or, a t or you know, a TV movie um, special. I think, was it one of the shows? I think Sense8 
was one of the examples. I think they did like two seasons and oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they did like a yeah. Netflix canceled Sense Eight, and then there was like a fan. They crowdfunded it, essentially, kind of like similar to uh, what happened with like Firefly and Serenity kind of deal. Mm, yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah. So um, and then we also had uh, that same thing happened with Veronica Mars, um, with uh, what is that comedy show with Jason Bateman? Arrested Development. There it is. Arrested Development. That same thing happened uh, where you know it was it was gone, and then fans sort of rallied together and it ended up getting brought back like some odd years later and um and now uh dexter even um is back after after having fully ended yeah um so it's well i mean that just goes to show that like we live in an age now (laughs) where the fans and the, the audiences have a lot more control than i think we ever have with Uh, because there are so many options now at one point we were pretty much just limited to a handful of networks or a handful of studios if we were talking about films but now there's just so many streaming services and so many like different avenues you could go about um that things always you know nostalgia is kind of winning the day lately where if if we are as an audience like nostalgic enough about something that we can revive it from the dead um if if the right streaming service decides like they can profit off of it yeah definitely yeah i know it's it's sort of like i mean we're sort of in this age of nostalgia um i guess you could kind of say um and, and it's been really good i mean and it's you know it has been a really interesting time just like all these sort of properties have sort of been coming back not only you know with i mean i know i mean it would be great to see dark crystal coming back again but seeing all these other things like i mean even like with ghostbusters with afterlife that came out several months ago and now like with with lord of the rings that's going to come out later this year on amazon and henson company really is kind of going through a big thriving period right now like for a while you know a lot of henson fans were disheartened that we just kind of had the the new disney version of the muppets and that was like the main focus that the henson company was getting but that's really not the case anymore there's so much more that they have going on now besides just their disney partnership and fraggle rock coming back on apple tv is a huge boost of of sort of hope and rejuvenation and things of that era from the Henson Company, I mean, as so many of us know, the Dark Crystal and Fraggle Rock are super intertwined um, because of, you know, they were essentially conceived at the same time and going into production at the same time. And Jim was working on both of them simultaneously. And a lot of uh, ideas were exchanged from from one to the other. Things that uh, didn't end up going into Dark Crystal ended up being used for Fraggle Rock and vice versa. And um so the fact that that franchise came back uh, seemingly out of nowhere, um, you know, because as a kid, you know, Sesame Street was always the one that was like, that's the big Henson kids property. Kids watch Sesame Street. It's going to endure forever. Sesame Street is never ending. But I was a Fraggle Rock kid and um it's a little bit more of like a niche thing compared to Sesame Street, which is much more mainstream. But now for for Fraggle Rock to have returned in such a major way and not with Disney. <laughs> no, no, it's, um, uh, yeah. 
that's it really goes to show that our go-to like when we think nowadays in this generation it's so easy for us to automatically assume that anything that's going to get bought out it's going to be disney doing it because they're so you know purchase happy they like oh, to yeah, yeah, buy yeah. things and <laughs> put, yeah. put put mouse ears on it and this is ours now but they they it's not always the case other things can happen it doesn't have to just be disney by default and apple tv is a great fit i think so too yeah and i think like i mean with fraggle rock um you know i i had watched the show as well um because i was very into you know this reboot and i hadn't still never seen the original series so i was like sort of going in sort of you know for the first time and i re- actually really enjoyed it i thought it was a really i thought um what the henson company did was um yeah it, it turned out really great so it sort of you know sort of got me you know sort of sort of you know every now and then probably watch the original series as well just to see what the ideas that they had back back then um so it's it's yeah it's a lot of fun so and, and that's a thing like you know the big reason why dark crystal would probably work on apple tv plus is um i think if if henson company or you know if apple tv they sort of uh sort of if they advertise i guess you know the henson properties you know sort of you know this is the home of the henson legacy um works you know so if you want your dark crystal your um your fraggle rock um you know who knows you know maybe fast scape um so those legacy um productions i think apple tv i mean for me probably sort of um is probably be a good fit um but i do think um but i mean the only company that I mean, I'm just trying to think of all the streaming services, um, you know, that they've worked with Disney Plus, with Earth to Ned, and of course with Netflix, and of course now with Apple TV. The only sort of collaborations that they haven't, well, the only other streaming services they haven't worked with, well, the big one is, of course, Amazon. And I, I think, like, you know, if, if Dark Crystal went on Amazon, I like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'll be over, over the moon if it gets on Apple TV, but I would be... I think I would actually be kind of shocked or really, you know, surprised if it went on Amazon. I mean, they're very fantasy friendly there. We know they have a lot of fantasy properties and the fact that they're, you know, the ones that are kind of, you know, have their have their claws in Lord of the Rings right now. And so it's so it's it wouldn't be completely uh, wild. It would be a surprise, but I think it would be it wouldn't be a, a bad fit, though. I think that's a good next best thing no no it, yeah like it'd also be a good home i mean yeah not only with lord of the rings but i mean even um you know yeah sort of they're sort of delving into sort of that genre you know it's not going to be you know you know amazon's not all about drama or you know you know you used to generic you know genres of stuff you know they're sort of delving into they've been delving into sci-fi and, and fantasy um you had the will we, the wheels of time and um and then also, I mean, like even recently they announced, you know, they're going to do a, the Blade Runner, uh, Blade Runner 2099, uh, which of course, you know, our friend Jamie of the show, you know, he, he had, I mean, you know, this is, this is such a, you know, a, a big bit of a big buzz, uh, for him because of course, you know, with his, um, uh, Blade Runner podcast, Shoulder of Orion. And, um, I know he did an episode actually recently with him and Patrick, um, talking about the the news of the show um so which is which has been really exciting for them and of course you know yeah there's so many things so it's just it's gonna be really interesting to see i mean that's a really thing at the end of the day i think with the continuation of with dark crystal with age resistance whatever that may be um i do have a feeling that 
something's going to happen sooner than later. I think, you know, back when the show was cancelled, we think, you know, I sort of always joked about, ah, uh, you know, we'll see the next thing in like 40 years or, you know, <laughs> a 20 years sort of thing. But I think from the sound sounds of things that, you know, they're still, you know, from, from Halle Sanford's article, you know, they, they, they haven't given up on the franchise, um, figuring out a new way. And let's not forget that this year is the 40th anniversary of the film um, at the end of this year. And so if our hunches are correct and the streaming rights are no longer Netflix's exclusively, uh, say, this summer or this fall, for instance, then that's the perfect amount of time for whatever deal is on the horizon when that happens. If something's ready to go when those rights are ready to switch over, then something potentially could be announced regarding that decision just in time for the technical anniversary of the film, which is going to be in December. Um, so, I mean, maybe that's just very, very wishful thinking on my part. But if you really think about it, the, the timing kind of works out perfectly. And I'm inclined to just to not think that that's a coincidence that the the TV rights are going to leave Netflix right just a few months before the 40th anniversary of the film when it's just the ripe for announcement time <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i think it's it, i think it's the perfect timing and i know i mean had it's it's one of those interesting things sort of looking back you know with the show's cancellation and had the show got a second season i, I know i mean you know soon after when we had you know with, with covid and all the lockdowns and stuff i mean i think I, I don't know had Dark Crystal been able to continue, you know, if it did get a second season, if they would have been able to continue just based on everything that was happening. I mean, even like with Netflix, like they ended up canceling um, Glow just because of the cover restrictions. So, you know, it, which is a shame because I thought, oh, you know, maybe they can hold off a couple of years and, you know, do another season of that show. Um, but they're just like, nah, no, nah, we're just canceling it. So, yeah, it's... Um, been very interesting so i mean that's the thing would have been interesting to see what would have happened to dark crystal had the second season happen whether that may i mean who knows it may not happen at all so i think it's you know it's sort of and i think it's been good for um you know even not good in a way you know with the show's cancellation but i think it's been good i guess that there's been enough time enough time has passed and you know Hanson company they've been pretty much on a roll really since age of resistance like with fraggle rock and you know all these um productions that are uh that they've sort of announced uh, throughout the years uh being in stages of development because i know i think lisa henson there was like an article uh, a tv interview that she did to promote fraggle rock and one of the things she said is like well you know we've been working you know fraggle rock was their second sort of show collaboration with apple tv the first one was harriet the spy which was like an animated um uh, film i think but the third one uh she didn't want to delve into too, too deep about it. she's like mm, you know can't can't really say too much about this third show so maybe because technically it can't be announced until after netflix no longer has the rights like that well and and that's a thing you know and that that's a thing like the so the wishful thinking that whether this third show is going to be dark crystal so that's sort of our fingers crossed but i mean i i looked back but I mean, it could be one of the other shows that they've have announced. And like, you know, I went through a list, you know, that there, there was 
you know, through all the press releases, uh, I think there was some things like how to make friends with a ghost that was announced in October, 2021. Uh, the conductors, that was May 20, May last year as an option. Uh, Hager, the horrible, that was 2020. Then you had the storyteller that they were trying to do something about that, like doing the, you know, trying to bring back the storyteller and- And uh, Laura Olympus as well. They um, made the deal with uh, Rachel Smith, the uh, author of, it's a webtoon, it's a digital comic, um, Laura Olympus, and they announced that Henson was partnering. And I think that was supposed to go to Netflix also. So who knows what was supposed to happen there. Yeah. Um, and I remember like one of the very earlier ones uh, that they were working on was uh, Witchlands, which was, uh, I think, based on some books. Um, and I actually recall, um, actually, when I interviewed Haley Stanford, uh, I'm just trying to think, yeah, you know, when, when Age of Resistance, you know, when I interviewed her on the show and uh, Witchlands was one of the projects that she was looking forward to um, really getting, you know, involved in. So, and I haven't, I haven't heard of much about any updates with, um, what's happened with that actually. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Handsome company, they do have a, a lot of history, like working on so many sort of things and, 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 and it, and it can, and it is the nature of things, you know, in, in the industry where, you know, you, you develop so much, you know, ideas and things in, you know, in the pre-productions or development stage, at least, um, that sometimes, you know, for some reason or another that, you know, they just don't go through or um, they get other productions that get the green light, that that becomes a priority and and all that kind of stuff. So it's been really interesting, I guess, you know, just all, you know, all the things that have been happening with them. And, and I mean, they've been really busy anyway. So that's the thing. It's sort of fingers crossed about um, hopefully getting some kind of announcement by the end of the year, but hopefully earlier. This would be the year to do it. There's, of course, been a lot of uh, buzz around the fan communities as well. There was another article that was posted um, at the time of this recording. It was just last week um, on on the 13th. Um, it was SlashFilm.com posted. They, they have a series of articles called TV Interrupted. Uh, they describe it as a series where the film team remembers, eulogizes, and makes a case for the revival of a TV show we loved that was canceled far too soon. And so they wrote this whole article, this piece on the Age of Resistance and how it went out fighting. And they basically make this whole case for why they think it would be great to bring it back and why it was canceled too soon. They, in this article, they quote a lot of the things we've already talked about here, like Hallie um lisa, things lisa henson has said um but it's just a really lengthy piece that's like really well thought out um going into the legacy from the film as well as um you know the the fact that the the, the success of the comic books as well um and then also talking about how uh connecting it to the film as well like talking about how the the show didn't get a chance to explain the prophecy to, to like go go into the prophecy uh from the film how is it going to connect to the film uh this article talks a lot about the inherent connections that dark crystal has to star wars um which of course is always trendy um and that is certainly true now <laughs> um also talks about like the the political relevance like how important the the message uh in age of resistance continues to be uh extremely relevant 
So it's just, it's just a really nice piece uh, if you haven't checked that out yet. It's a really like lengthy, detailed, well-thought-out, well-articulated article just about sort of the Age of Resistance and making a case for why it should, um, why, why we need it, essentially. And it's, it's just a, it's a really good piece. And it's generated a lot of responses, like in the Crystal Shard fan group. One comment thread has like 96 comments of fans just throwing ideas around about like, wow, it's, it, you know, interesting that this article is being shared now and that this is out there that, you know, Google rep recommended this to me and that we're <laughs> having uh, uh, somebody took the time to, to write this and make a case for the show. And a lot of people throwing ideas with their theories around about, oh, I think Apple's going to pick it up. I think Disney's going to pick it up. I think Amazon is going to pick it up. Like everybody has their different, um, their different ideas about that. The underdog choice for me would actually be Peacock. Oh yeah. And, and and the reason, the only reason being is that of course, um, Universal, you know, Peacock is, a, you know, you uh, know, part of Universal Studios and Universal Studios were the ones that, um, they distribute, um, the original film, The Dark Crystal. So that, that would be like, I think I would be like, you know, I'll be shocked about like, you know, I'd be happy about Apple TV, you know, sort of, oh, you know, sort of, you know had a good feeling about them uh shocked with amazon but i'd probably be even more shocked if it was if it actually went um to peacock um honestly i think it would be kind yeah. of awesome <laughs> if that happened because i i imagine i think it would be so great if henson had like a little seed planted in all the streaming services like no, so no matter which ones you were subscribed to, you had some options for what sort of Henson content you wanted. Like you have Fraggle Rock over on Apple TV. You could have something over on Amazon. You could, you know, still watch uh, season one of Age of Resistance on Netflix. You could go and watch, uh, you know, it's, if they had if they had their foot in every single streaming service, that would be just some kind of justice, I think, in my head. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And also just thinking about, you know, especially like on Apple TV, for example, you can actually watch the original uh Fraggle Rock and but and that was on um HBO. So I mean like that 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 show like yeah Fraggle Rock isn't on HBO Max. I don't I don't think it is. Um so and and that's another thing of you know you could potentially see, you know, um you know with what's happening with Daredevil about how all the um the Daredevil shows are actually being taken off Netflix and there's that, you know, speculation. We don't know as of yet, but I mean there's been speculation that it's probably gonna end up going on um on disney plus through this either through the marvel channel or through um the star plus star channel and yeah i mean that that could potentially happen with um dark crusade resistance wherever it does go um you know they they put alongside you know with the new show sort of thing so they, they, i think there's a lot of possibilities out there with um with dark crystal yeah <laughs> and amazon is also really friendly to things that are crowdfunded and things that have a big like fan community that gets something off the ground. Like um, we, we had a comment on that big thread I was talking about, but it's also something that I had recently thought about as well, uh, referring to the legend of Vox Machina, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, there's a show called Critical Role, uh, which is a, a D and D show, a streaming show, uh, a bunch of very successful voice actors basically have made a show out of their home D&D campaign and it just blew up into this whole gigantic thing with millions of fans and this huge ongoing series with many seasons of just uh, but now uh, 
they essentially had a an animated series based on their campaign um this this streaming show that was entirely crowdfunded and then it got picked up by Amazon. So now Amazon literally has this animated series that is that originated from a D&D campaign that had this cult following and is now literally an, an animated series on Amazon. And it's actually really good. Wow. Yeah. I highly recommend it. But that's awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to check that out. Yes, um, yeah. So Amazon is a really friendly, like friendly to crowdfunding and to very almost cult fan bases <laughs> um you know and dark crystal definitely can fall into that category and the more articles like this one that keep getting posted the the more noisy these fans are getting and the more action that gets taken that you know petitions that are always floating around the petitions to have the show renewed but also to have um the show put on blu-ray are always floating around there's always somebody sharing oh, that yeah there's always yeah i know i think there was even someone who um i think i saw someone even created a petition on change.org um you know for so and, and uh, i mean that's the thing you know there's there, there is a couple of those petitions around so you know you feel free to um you know to to put your name down and help you know support the cause or whatnot uh so um but yeah because I, I think the one that started it um i was actually just i, I was actually just curious how many um um people have signed it actually so far um if i go to age resistance on the google not on the google on the change.org because the one i think the original one is um the one that was started by thoth though and that's already got up to six yeah over sixteen thousand signatures um so if you you know if you counted all the other signatures from all the other ones you know there'd probably be some that'd be doubled up or whatnot but yeah i mean you know it, it's still good that you know that you know especially like with this article from variety and then also with slash film that it's sort of you know at least getting you know people you know sort of you know potentially you know we, you know so sort of we're still still hoping that the franchise sort of continues on and one of the um biggest surprises i thought was going to happen this year would be about with dark crystal comics that you know with um archaea or slash boom studios i think for a while like you know after the age of resistance comics that um we thought oh you know maybe for this year they might do like another you know 12 issue run but there hasn't been any actually so it's it, that's sort of been really surprising at the moment and um i know i i think um ethan sort of posted up about wanting more dark crystal stuff and i was sort of i i was sort of questioned about the comics the state of the comics and i thought oh, i'll actually look back at the sales um how they did and um they, i don't think they did as great as they would have liked um it to be because i mean overall it was like when they did power of the dark crystal comics that went pretty good for the most part so i think they sold like over a hundred thousand 115 which i think you know is, is pretty successful for uh, company like boom studios or RKR. i'm not too sure like you know the numbers of how much you know how, and how many how many um sales means it's a success or whatnot um so power had 150 115 000, uh units um then beneath had 91 uh beneath the dark crystal of course the sequel to power the dark crystal and i think i sort of noted that issue one actually sold more compared to power uh issue one even though it you know did a lot less um but it was still still a good number anyways and i think with the age of resistance comics it only ended up doing about eighty thousand units or you know sales of the comics though i know that 
you know of course throughout the year you know with, with COVID that there was there was a, a big impact to the comic book industry and just a lot of delays with certain um, issues that I think that was probably why it dwindled down a lot more and I think they probably thought they I reckon they probably would have thought that they, these age resistance comics might have gotten up to where power was you know probably in that 100k and I, I sort of looked at that I'm just like ah, okay that might be why we haven't been getting any um, dark crystal comics but I mean who knows I mean you know maybe they might end up doing a surprise saying oh yeah no we're still doing them and we're gonna release issue one of something you know by December th- this year but I even think it would it would be cool since we have the 40th anniversary of the film this year if they did like a like a special edition re-release of maybe the uh the original like marvel comic of the film um or or the novelization of the film or um creation myths if they did another like special edition box set of the creation myths comics i just feel like things like that are uh, perfect for for anniversaries and um you know, it'd be a great way to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if they, you know, you can just add, like, you know, uh, you know, you have the the Creation Myths comics. I know they have them in, you know, hard covers or the complete collections, but, you know, if they just add a little something, you know, as part of a, you know, to, to get us a, to, to get them all over again. Especially since so many Dark Crystal fans are avid collectors. You know, we love our stuff <laughs> because... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think even, like, the... um, I, I think of those volumes, like, when they first came out, I think they're, they're actually worth quite a bit now. So, no, which has been really interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it would be cool to, um, yeah, to see them, you know, yeah, they do potentially re-release them again and add something else to it or, the, you know, of course, Creation Myths is one of the, one of the, one of the great Dark Crystal comics, um out there that sort of told the a bit of the backstory of of the dark crystal um but yeah i think it's just yeah i mean for even for myself like i was sort of being a bit surprised that there's been a lack of dark crystal comics lately so i mean you know hopefully things might change towards the end of the year but um but i did sort of you know had poked a little bit about um you know whether they might get a different company doing dark crystal comics and of course you know marvel would be an interesting choice um just based on the history about when they did the um <clears throat> the adaption of of the film um but i think dark horse would actually be a, an interesting choice as well because they, they they have done a lot of um you know existing ips i mean i think at the moment i think they're doing avatar and i know they did i mean in the past they had star wars which actually star wars i think star wars is actually coming back to dark horse which is yeah i read something about that because you know because it went back to marvel but now it's like i think but then i think dark horse i think they're sort of work they're all working together now sort of things so which has been really interesting actually uh to think about that so i also think it would be cool uh i think uh vertigo would be a really good uh distributor as well just because i feel like they're known for kind of pushing the boundaries of um going into sort of dark territories and exploring things that are a little more like avant-garde than <laughs> things that are, they get a little wackier um but I, I think it would just be interesting to see if they actually if it did actually went elsewhere i i guess just to have different talent and just i don't know just see how a different company sort of approaches the franchise but i think um but i think with henson i think it seems like they do have like it just they just have this big deal with um boom and arkea to to work on these um properties you know based on you know the works of jim henson and 
all that kind of stuff. So it'll, yeah, again, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, I, you know, I do hope that they do, you know, continue with the comics. I mean, hopefully not, you know, try and do a season two, you know. Yeah, if I ever saw that, then comics, I would actually get uh, nervous because I'd be like, oh, well, if they're resigned to giving us season two as a comic, that means it's definitely not going to happen <laughs> in a, as a show. Yeah, yeah, that would never, probably never going to. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's like I always think if they're going to do a comic, for a second season i feel like oh they're sort of given up like dark crystal with 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 puppets i mean yeah they could probably do puppets again like you know if they try to do that sequel again or or maybe in a different era but but because this era of storytelling with that happened with age of assistance to the dark crystal everything in between is is vital like there, there's so much lore there's so much like things that they need to wrap up you know that's that we find out from the films, you know, the wall of destiny, for example. And yeah, there's so many, many other things that, um, you know, that that story needs to be told. I feel like has to be told with puppets um, or with over yeah. creatures. And I, I, would I say. feel like the next best thing to that would be an animated series and then comics under that. Um, I know Ethan is with me on that, that we would accept an animated series if it was that or nothing. Um, but yeah, but I don't think anybody would argue that puppets is the top choice, no matter what. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no. Um, I know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, of course, Hanson, you know, throughout this time, I mean, they, I mean, they could, they could have potentially had looked at other avenues with the franchise, you know, doing an animation kind of show, you know, just that took place in a different era. You know, here's something to sort of fill the void while while we're waiting for the next continuation of the story that happened with Age of Resistance. Give us some sort of like stories from the Gartham Wars, um, but you know, from somebody else's perspective, you know, like if if they have to steer away from the main characters from Age of Resistance, you know, show us the Gartham Wars from someone else's perspective, kind of like how the uh, J.M. Lee novels are showing us the same events as Age of Resistance, but for the most part, it's from the perspective of, of other characters, and so it so the story is told a little bit differently, even though they're the same events. You know, I, I know the Hanson Company, they've had a lot going on on their plates anyways. So it's like, uh, you know, I know it's all, you know, our, our wishful thinking of, you know, oh, it would be great if they did this or do that. But, you know, it's all good at the end. And, you know, hopefully they'll be able to continue on. Because, um, of course, um, I mean, sort of one that actually one of the uh, other things I sort of picked up on, of course, is, you know, of course, with the Lord of the Rings, uh, Rohirrim uh, anime film. Uh, that's been in the works that Jeff and Will they're on board and um, there was an article that came out saying that you know it's going to get released next year but actually the writing duties have been passed on so of course you know they'll still you know still be based on a script from Jeff and Will but they're no longer it, it seems like they're no longer actively involved on the film so it's been passed over to Phoebe uh, Gittens who's um uh, Philippa Boyens uh, daughter who Philippa Boyens is uh, for those of you you know she was part of the the, the screenwriting team for Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogies. And I think uh, it was like Phoebe and writing partner, um, Artie, um, Papa Giorgio. Um, they're currently penning the screenplay. So, and, and that's the thing, you know, who knows, you know, maybe Jeff and Will, so, you know, they could, they could be working on something dark, Chris, you know, in the background, but who knows? So it's sort of, but of course, you know, it's sort of a normal thing to happen, you know, with, with most films, like there's always, several writers you know they get involved and you know it gets passed along to another writer and another writer and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah so there's just lots of food 
for thought. <laughs> there have just been little nuggets of hope lately and the fact that we really are in this age of nostalgia winning the day and, and fans, you know, coming together to say, hey, we want more of this thing that made me feel good. Um, and streaming services kind of listening a lot of the time, um, except for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Even though they've done it too, though, it's just that it's interesting that they're, it seems as though their rights to uh, being able to stream Dark Crystal properties like that, that time is about to expire seemingly imminently. And what does that mean? And, and I mean, that's the thing, you know, from her quote, it's just like, you know, basically Hanson company, they're ready to jump. And once anyone wants to jump back into Thrall, you know, another streaming service, um, and uh, you know, and that's the thing. It's like maybe Apple TV, they're, they're already ready to jump in, but it's just waiting to, um, just, just waiting for those, uh, rights, you know, the full rights to, um, Adrian. So, so when, when we're talking about the full, you know, rights with Adrian assistance, uh, so Netflix, I think we've hit Netflix and hence company. This is, I mean, this is all speculation, but they, they would co-own the rights to really the, the show, the characters, the story, everything that happened on Netflix show, they co-own it. And then it's pretty much at the end of the year that we sort of hope that the full rights to, to age resistance goes to Henson company and then they can continue forth with doing anything they want to do with those characters, with those stories sort of thing so um like you know i think like i mean hansen company they i think they definitely still own the dark crystal franchise it's not like oh they sold yeah. the, the entire franchise yeah. to netflix it's more it's just, just this specific story this, this specific, specific story this specific thing yeah. so these specific characters um there's probably certain words and terminology that's used in age of resistance that like has the little asterisk next to it like you know if you're gonna do something else you can't include this or this or this because that's part of the age of resistance bubble that is netflix's right now um but if that has an expiration date the same year as the 40th anniversary and you know all signs are pointing because the fact that henson company is literally saying we are ready we want to do it we just need a distributor is that more or less what they're announcing to us right now yeah and and yeah it's, it's still something they continue to build on and think about so it's always something that is on their minds you know whether that be you know on a daily basis or even you know just every now and then you know that there might be days where you know i can imagine you know people working on you know jeff and will are probably thinking about oh you know how about we incorporate this idea it's like all right let, let's jot that in and then once the show's ready we can sort of um you know see what lisa thinks about this idea or that idea or you know that sort of thing or what brian froud thinks and all that kind of stuff so yeah. and um, i can't imagine they would move forward with any distributor without the involvement of the frouds and i think the fact that they are continuing to work with the frouds on other projects um shows us that that's always going to be the case i really think we can it's safe for us to assume that anytime henson is going to continue any sort of dark crystal story the frouds are going to be right there um, yes yeah yeah i don't think you can ever do um a dark crystal without the frouds not um, possible so yeah i think no, we can always no, rely yeah. on that and, yeah. you know, I also think that based on all of this context, all the things we've talked about for the last hour, uh, and just the nature of the streaming culture that we have right now, and the things that are trending, and the power that audiences have, 
I think it's pretty safe to assume it's not going to be another 30 years before we get something. Um, because that's just not the way it works anymore. There's... Well, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like, especially with all these streaming services, they need content. And, you know, if they, you know, they can easily, you know, take on the reins of the dark Chris. I mean, you know, hey, you know, that show won a won an emmy so you know let's let's give the show a go i think you know there's there's even probably more reasons to um to bring back the dark crystal again and i think really i mean the big the big really speculation i would have is um how long they'll announce you know when if they do announce it how long will it be from the announcement to the release of the production because i mean that that could be the thing that they could be holding out a lot longer than usual because i mean you know if you if you looked at age resistance that was announced in may 2017 and the release was in august 2019 that was the thing i sort of had thought about whether that was like too long of a gap you know with with you know like that you know the two almost like two and a half years of you know of, of waiting for the show to come out um but at least in that time we knew it was coming at least in that time we knew it was being made like that's i will take that again over just you know years of limbo not like everybody just kind of going i don't know <laughs> i know and i, I mean because uh, that's the thing like I, ha I had a look with apple tv and i mean with like harriet the spy um that was greenlit in august 2020 and that was released in november 2021 so that was like a year and a couple months later and Fraga rock i was actually surprised like you know it got the green light in in may 2020 but filming didn't happen till January 2021, and the show came out in January 2022. So, like, I thought they they actually doing trying to do those 13 episodes over the course of the year. Um, they actually did a pretty pretty good job, you know, in regards to to that. So that's the thing that's going to be really interesting if if it does go on Apple TV, if it's going to be a year and a half, year or a year and a half, or if or if they might announce it earlier like Netflix did, you know um you know have that the big long anticipation build for you know um you know especially like towards the end where you know i think it was like towards the end of i still remember like at the end of like 2018 and we still hadn't i think we only got those images and we're just like we just want more and more and more and i know exactly yeah so give us something <laughs> yeah but now I just, again, it's like circling back to nostalgia again, but I'm super nostalgic for those days again, where we knew something was coming. We were just impatient because we wanted it faster because we were just so excited. Um, I miss that vibe. <laughs> I miss that energy of everybody theorizing about what we knew was imminent any day now we were going to get an announcement. And like, yes, it was torture in so many ways, but I would take that torture a thousand times over compared to the torture of this right now of like well nothing is really announced it got cancelled and there's a lot of ifs and maybes <laughs> and, and then there'll be times where I probably didn't get like um, you know for me it's like I wouldn't get sleep much because I always be thinking like in the middle of the night like what if I announced something right now you know sort of because I mean when, when the show was first announced like that happened like in the middle of the night for me so I didn't know till like five or six hours later and, and I'm just like, what is going on around here sort of thing. So yeah, but no, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun actually. So sort of the build up to the show and just sort of having no idea. So what, what, what the show was going to be like. I mean, it wasn't really, I mean, for Jamie and myself, like, you know, back in April, 2019, when we got to visit Henson company and, and, and meet with Louie and got to see some of the, the little things that, 
um, that he showed for us that, you know, I think from from that date onwards, we're just like, I mean, we were always confident about the show was going to be amazing. But when we saw the stuff, uh, I was like, nah, this is, it, it was going to be something. Um, it was something incredible stuff that, you know, that everyone worked on. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah, we're sort of, you know, it's, it's just been good, I guess, um, with Dark Crystal getting a bit of the spotlight, a little bit of an update from Haley Stanford. Um, overall, they're not giving up on the franchise. And I think let's just hope we hear something by the end of the year. I think that's sort of the big thing really for, for the franchise at the moment is like, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens um, during the 40th anniversary of the, um, of the film that started it all. Um, so, and hopefully we'll have a few things to look forward to throughout the year as well. So, yeah, an excuse to keep watching the movie this year um, to really dive back into why we love this franchise in the first place. Um, as as much as we like to get into theorizing about Age of Resistance, like it's always good to just check back in with our roots and go back to the original film and remember why we fell in love with it and what brought us all here before Age of Resistance was even a thing. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. If you, if you guys haven't been listening to the Dark Crystal Minute, I highly recommend it. It's really great to just kind of kick back with the original movie and just play along with us keep you know watch watch the movie minute by minute and and deep dive it because it's that's exactly the kind of thing it, it was created for so we could do that yep absolutely yeah so no, they're always a lot of fun so definitely check them out um you know with, with trial by stone and and the dark crystal minute and um Go yeah get the got, rpg book if you haven't yeah, yet it's, yes yes and we'll we'll be doing you know coverage we have more coverage with that in, in the future as well so definitely stay tuned we got a lot of dark crystal to sort of you know, even though we're sort of in this state of, you know, waiting for what's going to come next for the franchise, but, you know, there's still a lot to talk about. We are know, still here. We the, all have each exactly. other. That's yes. not changing. Yes. <laughs> and that's the important thing. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, I guess, I guess we'll wrap up and uh, thank you so much, Phil, uh, for joining me today so that we can, you know, deep dive into our what ifs and all of our excited nerding about basically amidst all of the new buzz and the new excitement it's exactly yeah it's kind of funny just how like all these like you know even just two articles that have you know just little mentions of dark crystal is just enough to you know just to keep us talking about nuggets it you know, for hope. a good hour and a bit so <laughs> it's nuggets it is of hope. it is a hope it, it, it's a good hope um a hope punk um as hallie sanford's of trying to create the um the 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 terminology i guess for um you know for genre is based on hope and yeah <laughs> absolutely fully agree well thank you everybody and we will see you guys next time on trial by stone if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com like us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.